my God. God. I'm just going to come out and say it. Most people at the special needs car lot are overweight. And I'm not saying 15 pounds overweight, 20 pounds overweight. These people are not healthy. Yeah. And I'm 5'1". Okay, I can lose 5 or 10 pounds. But I like to have a couple cocktails. But we, we do exercise and eat very well. Everybody and I try to make sure we get a juice pretty much every day, which is just frozen fruit and spinach and water. Yeah. It's hard. You know, I, it's funny when you said, I'm just going to come out and say it. And I'm like, oh, boy. <laughs> but. Man, I burnt my tongue on this jalapeno thing you made. I got a hot one. I'm not taking the credit. It's Publix. You thought I made them homemade before. They're really good, but I gotta tell you, you know how like it's like one in like five jalapenos are like really hot. Yeah, you or never know six what you're gonna or, get. Oh my god, I got a hot one. Like the end of my tongue is on fire right now. Ugh, that's I'm the worst to, like, feeling. Breathe in real heavy and like to like cool off my tongue. They're good though. They're really really jalapeno, good. cream cheese, and bacon. Where you say you got them, Publix? Yeah. Oh man, that's good. It's ready to go. Pop uh, them in the oven. Yeah. So we want to jump on here because we're gonna talk about hypnopedia. Which is, am I saying this right? Hypnopedia, yep. Yeah, it's just crazy. We'll put a link in the show notes. Um, this is, listen, this sounds a little strange, but there's some decent science to kind of back this up for uh, kids with autism. And basically, let me get this right. So you have to wait for your kid to be asleep for like two to three hours. Yeah, I thought it was two to four. Okay. And then. And I think it's called REM sleep. Yeah, you get into your REM sleep, which take that's like the real sleep, right? It's like rapid eye movement. That's what it st- REM stands for. Yes. And that's like the restful sleep. It's the best sleep you can get. We don't get, like most of the time we're sleeping, apparently we're not in REM sleep. But I guess kids with autism and especially nonverbal, this is becoming, this is like an emerging, uh, I don't know what you would call it, uh, treatment or an emerging theory that your kids can hear you with 100% clarity while they're in REM sleep. Yeah. the chi- It says when the child is sleeping, the words go directly to the unconscious. Am I saying that right? Yeah. Unconscious. Which hears <laughs> 1,000 times more than the conscious. Yeah. And I think I've, I knew years ago I was reading something, some guy, he was like some ultra like fitness dude or whatever. And he had this thing that would come on, like I don't know if it was his earbuds or his, pho- his uh, TV or whatever. And he would come on after he's asleep for like two or three hours and it would like tell him like how he's like doing great and he's in good shape and he's going to like make good choices. And I think it was kind of like that whole secret thing. Oh, yeah. You know? I liked that book. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. This does say the REM sleep is achieved approximately two hours after they fall asleep. But so, the benefits of it are helps balance emotional, spiritual and physical energy. So I yeah, and also read like it's very calming to the kids, and like they they really understand what the parents are saying. They're able to remember it, and I guess too like the parents, it also helps the parents because they feel like they're actually communicating with their kids in a way that their kids can absolutely totally understand. The tough part about this is you've got to wait for your kid to be asleep two, three, four hours. Which, if you know anything about autism or special needs, <laughs> I mean, like either. It just doesn't really go that way. Plus, at the end of the day, you're so exhausted. Oh, my God. You're beat. I cannot. Oh, my God. I can't do this. I would like to talk to somebody who who, who does it or has done it and, and really believes that it made a difference. Or talk to someone that's like, yeah, I did it. And I don't think it. I don't think it did anything. I believe it works. I mean, you're supposed to do it in a soft tone and say all these positive things. I do believe it probably works. But I would be so scared that he would wake up 
And then we have to do nighttime all over again, oh, or yeah. he's just never going to go back to sleep. Damn, I never thought of that. And then I'd be up all night. You're sitting there like telling him how great he is, how much you love him, and then he wakes up <laughs> screaming. You're like, why did I do this? Or he wakes up and he's like, it's morning. And it's like, no. Oh, yeah. Well, and he's going through such a night owl phase now where it's like, he's almost waiting for us to go to bed before he goes to bed. He's like, hey, if you guys are staying up and hanging out, I'm going to be up too. Yeah. He so, did it last night. I'm like, I'm not even going to try to put you in your room right now. It's just not even worth it. So when I'm ready to go to bed, I'll make sure that you fall asleep. I'll take you in your room, make sure you fall asleep. And then it's peaceful that way. Yeah. Why don't we do this hypnopedia for each other? Like, you know, like I think newlyweds, it should be something where you do that to each other. Like one week, one week, the wife stays up for three or four hours and tells the husband how great he is. And then the next week, the husband stays up for three or four hours and tells the wife how great she is. I'm not doing that. And <laughs> why? <laughs> because. You just read. You're a thousand times more likely to like. To... Because I fall asleep so fast. Oh, it's I so... can't stay awake just to tell you how great you are. Boy, you hit the bed. You're out. I've never seen anything like it. I wish if I could borrow one trait from you, it'd be that. I wish I could just lay down and fall asleep. <laughs> it's automatic. I mean, I'm up for hours after I lay down. Hours. It is pretty good. And I just, and I don't believe in like, like I think like sleeping pills are really bad and, and all the sleep medicines, are, they're just really bad for you over time. It is so, bad for you. Yeah. So I'm like, nah, I just got to do this natural way and just, you know, watch the fan turn or I watch a documentary or something like that. But I, I don't know. But the hypnopedia thing, here's what I'm thinking. The more I read about it, like, okay, so let's say you, it's not proven a hundred percent. And really, I guess nothing is, but that it makes a difference or whatever. What if it just makes you feel better? What if it's just calming and soothing and you just feel like, you know what, I'm, I feel like I'm peacefully communicating with my child who has a hard time communicating with me and it makes me feel better. Like, what the hell's wrong with that? I think that's great. Well, I think probably a lot of people would want to do that. Yeah. Like, even what if, okay, what if it's a nap and I know technically the REM sleep two to four hours, whatever, but what if he falls asleep and after 15 minutes you just have like a great communication with him, like a great time telling him how much you love him and, and how great he is and how you're proud of him and he's doing great and keep becoming a big kid and keep smiling. I think that's nice. Yeah. I mean, I have said nice things to him when he's sleeping. It's just not two hours after he's asleep. Right. That's you know, I haven't done the REM sleep, but I have said like, I love you so much. You're such a good boy, you know? Yeah. And I, and, and if the net of that is just that it makes you feel good, that you're, you're peacefully communicating and you, you enjoy watching him sleeping comfortably. I think that's awesome. I will say that even, I mean, he's communicating pretty well now. But one thing that I think we're very good at, but I think maybe there's some other parents that aren't, just because they aren't responding to you doesn't mean they aren't listening. When they're awake, I'm saying. Mm. You know, like he, and, and that goes back to like having a lot of patience and not getting frustrated and stuff because he is listening. I just saw a lady on Instagram write that same thing. And she said... My husband and I have had to rewrite our rules because now we've realized that he is consuming what we're saying and we've had to totally change the way we talk about him in front of him. Whereas she was like a year or two ago, it truly didn't matter. And it really doesn't matter earlier on in life. But you get in that habit and her thing was specifically, we don't talk about his limitations anymore in front of him because before we were. Yeah. And now she's like, I feel like it's affecting him. Like, he's like, oh, I can't do this. I can't do that. I messed this up. I messed that up. Which, you know, I mean, like, you have to have those conversations with your with your partner, your husband, wife. 
Mm-hmm. You have to have those conversations. Yeah. But yeah, doing it in front of them at a certain age, I could see why that would start to make you feel a little weird. Yeah. I mean, there's been times that even we kind of get frustrated and it's like, why did you do that? You know, like you can't, you can't respond like that, Mm-mm. you know, because then he's like, he gets upset. Even abruptly yelling, stop. Or what are you doing? That's like, we don't, you can't do that anymore. No, but we, we used to every once in a while it would slip because our other typical kids, that's how you speak to them. Yep. You know, even so, still. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? Stop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Everything, even with this, hypnopedia it's positivity you know being positive being calm soothing means patient you know what i mean so like you should also do that when they're awake yeah i i just you know the interesting thing with hypnopedia is i i just feel like that's something that could be really good for the parent i mean i don't i don't look this there's so many theories like you get on these pages and it's like i don't know there's people that get on there and they just write some stuff that's just like you're just like wow that's you're crazy like you're obviously nuts like what what do you mean People have like these theories about things. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, just how about some things or just whatever, just about autism. They have these theories like just and then they have like these ideas that it's like, like, I appreciate you offering that stuff up and stuff. But it's just very some of it's weird. This to me isn't I don't know how you're going to prove that this has some type of I, I don't know. I mean, all right. How can this hurt? Right. Can't hurt. This no, can't, it hurt. can't hurt. And I and I said, if nothing else, if the parent. Or the caregiver feels like, hey, you know, I just feel better when I do this. I am positively communicating. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's great. Then I'm like, cool. I think that's awesome. Like, I think you get something peaceful out of those two or three hours. What's wrong with that? You know, like, you don't have to walk away from everything being like, oh, I just uh, minimalized um, my kid's autistic effects for the day. Like, you don't have to walk away from everything like that. So we're in like, we live in that society where like, we need to take the pill and feel better. You know, right. Like you have to hit the button and the door has to open. It's just, I think with autism, like it doesn't have to be like that. It doesn't have to be, oh, I reduced his, um, his autism today by 45%. Like whatever that means. I mean, it just, it doesn't even make sense, but it's okay to walk away from stuff in this situation. And I'm telling you like impatient me, I would have never said this two or three years ago. It's okay to just walk away. I think from a situation and go, I feel better. I feel better. Yeah. Like, I just feel better about this situation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Scientifically, did you do anything biologically, medically? No, maybe you didn't. But guess what? I just feel better. And that's cool, right? I think it's cool to just feel better. Well, and I do think the communication is different, especially like he's a four and a half year old, but he's like a two or three year old. So I could see how that could make you feel better just talking like that and, you know, being positive. Yeah. It's like when the Dallas Cowboys lose. I just feel better. Like, I don't get anything <laughs> Everything out. goes back to the <laughs> Dallas Cowboys. I just feel... But I just saw this meme, and it's like, autism is, is not a disease. Don't try to cure us. Try to understand us. Yeah. And that's part of, like, doing this podcast is for anyone that doesn't understand autism or is learning about it or whatever, that's why I like to talk about it. Because this is inside our life and yeah. what we experience, you know? Oh, but I saw I saw a crazy, a crazy, crazy, crazy woman the other day on Facebook. Somebody wrote something about research for autism, and they're doing all these studies with DNA and everything. And the person wrote it was a page. It was like a husband and wife that have a page, kind of like kind of like us. And they wrote something about you know they they looked at all these diseases and they're like you know they eventually found cures and therapies everything. Oh my God, this crazy woman wrote back how. 
dare you imply that autism needs a cure? I mean, it. she just went crazy on these people. And I'm like, see, you're the psychopath that I'm talking about. These people are new to this, okay? They are just trying to feel their way out. And you're like this militant freak who just couldn't wait to jump out of, of your Facebook page and ridicule these people. You know what I mean? Well, and guess what? She probably doesn't even know anything about autism. You know, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know if she does or doesn't, but it's like she's obviously one of those where it's like she's waiting for that one word to trigger her. You know, she's like the perennial victim. Like I get up in the morning to get on Facebook to see what offends me and I attack people on that. I'm like, she's like, how dare you imply autism needs a, a cure? She went on and on about, you know, how autism kids can do this. Regular kids can't do this. Autism kids can do this. Regular kids can't do this. And I was like, see what you're doing now, lady. Now you're dividing everybody. Now you're being nuts. And you're scaring off these people who have just come to social media to, to encourage people to keep giving to research because they had, and they really had great examples about other like, you know, uh, conditions that have been helped through therapies and medicines and everything like that. And I'm not pro medicine necessarily. Um, I mean, like, you know, that wouldn't be my first course of like, oh, you have a diagnosis, pump up, pump, you know, the medicine. But there are therapies and then there are some kids that down the road may need that. I mean, it's like everyone's so obsessed with this. They just want one solution. We all have to see it the same way. And it's really a shame. Like I read this hypnotherapy thing. Is that what a hypno- hypnopedia? Hypnopedia. I'm never going to get this right. And at first I was like, eh, this is kind of weird. And then I thought to myself, well, who the hell am I to say this weird? You know, if, if there's a mom who does this at night and she feels great and at peace, well, damn, girl, do it. I think that's great. Well, especially if your kid goes to bed at like seven and you can do it at nine o'clock. Well, you I know. know. I, I think He's a lot. Going to bed later. I, I don't know. I think my, my mom was a single mom for a long time. And I think a lot about single parents going through this and how tough that must be. Oh, my gosh. That would be really hard. We are tired we are. Str- I looked at a picture the other day. It was on your Instagram, and if I was in the picture with you, this was I don't know six, eight months, nine months ago. It was less than a year. I have so many more wrinkles by my eyes now, and I don't. I, I don't know why specifically. I just I know that this life, the way it's kind of lived us, has stressed us out. I read a lot more. I I I had to get glasses in the last year because I read so much more about this. Yeah. And my eyes just look tired. I feel like I, for the first time in my life, I feel like I am starting to look my age. And it's not a blame game. It's just the reality of our life. And I'm like, wow, like I, this is starting to wear on me physically. You know, it's just, it takes a toll. Well, I just read something about that too. Like if you, like when you have a special needs child, everything, it does take so much out of you and you are drained. Yeah. And it it was saying that you might be overweight. You might be too skinny. You might be, you know. Oh yeah. It's, it's some people's marriages fall apart. Some people get depressed. I think, I think, you know, I don't know. We keep saying that's another podcast. It's another podcast. It probably is. But, you know, I will say that special needs parents, just my, my observation Oh my God. And if I ever like wrote this and like that lady that I was talking about on Facebook, I should probably just send me to the moon. But, uh, I think overall special needs parents, I understand why are unhealthy, like in their diet, don't work out, um, have poor confidence, self-esteem, you know, and, and we're some of that stuff we're probably guilty of too. Um, but the one thing we've never let this get to 
is our diet and exercise. Yeah. And I think the reason why is because we kind of one night were like, look, and this was forever ago, is like, if he doesn't have us, what's going to happen? Who's going to take care of him? Like, we don't, his grandparents can't take care of him. They will not devote the time and the energy needed. Well, honestly, they're not around enough to even he doesn't understand really know him. him. Yeah. He doesn't, they don't, he doesn't know him. But like, but who would? Like, if we're not there. So we think about that. Like, we eat very well. We work out every day. Yes. You know, I mean, now, that's, this is not to say that we've got it all fit, because that is not the case at all. You know, there are weekends where we, we acknowledge, hey, we probably had a couple too many drinks last night. He went to bed, the other kids went to bed, and we were just sitting there. And, I mean, it's like, I, I call it healthy cocktailing, because we're actually talking about life. And, like, we talk a lot about, you know, things we want to do and whatever. And then we get caught up in the moment, because it's like, there's no chaos for a couple of hours. Well, you know, and I think we quiet. need that. And yeah. like we've talked about before, like... You want to be connected. You know, you don't want me to go sit in the room and watch a show by myself and you're doing whatever you're doing by yourself and then we're not connecting. I couldn't, I mean, I have friends and, and, and I know people who that's their relationship where it's like, yeah, my, my wife does her thing. I do my thing. I'm like, yeah, I don't know that I could do that. Like, I just, I, I would just be like, what's, I mean, and, and again, that works for them. That's cool. But for me, I'm like, nah, I'm a social person. I kind of really need to be involved. Like, I like, I like the people. I like to be involved with people. I like to be talking. I love to talk to people. You know what I mean? And we're going through, like, we talk about, we talk a lot. So we're talking together and then we end up talking sometimes way too late at night. Sex but, lives, sex lives of, um, I can only imagine special needs parents, sex lives, it's probably terrible. Like, it just, because you just grow apart and you, you're depressed. Well, not ours. You, no, <laughs> but I mean... Um, but I think, uh, <laughs> anyways, I, I'm just going to this podcast. I'm oh sure God. Like, I'm just going to come out and say it. Most people at the special needs car lot are overweight. And I'm not saying 15 pounds overweight, 20 pounds overweight. These people are not healthy. Yeah. And I'm five one. Okay. I can lose five or 10 pounds, but I like to have a couple cocktails. But we, we do exercise and eat very well. Everybody and I try could, to make sure we get a juice pretty much every day, which is just frozen fruit and spinach and water. Yeah. It's hard. You know, I, it's funny when you said, I'm just going to come out and say it. And I'm like, oh, boy. But but, you're, <laughs> but it's the true you're fact. So I mean, right. if you go there and look, it, I mean. It is. And, and I remember going to myself. I was doing something one day and I was working out. And I was like, God, you know, it was like 100 degrees. And I, I think I just ran a couple miles and I was doing a workout in the driveway. This is like, this is like Tampa Bay, June, Tampa Bay, July, right? I mean, it's just, you're just drenched. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't need to do this crap, you know? And then I thought to myself, you know what though? I do. Like this, this is healthy and this keeps me going and I need to be here for my kid. You know, and, and by the way, this doesn't guarantee that you will. It just, I mean, if, if I get sick and then you have to take care of me, how yeah. are you going to do that? If you get sick and I got to take care of you, how am I going to do that? Well, it's. We're trying to make our bodies healthy from the inside out, right? I mean, that's helping your heart and everything that goes along with exercise. Plus, it really takes you in the moment that you're like only focused on working out. It's like 20 minutes of peace. Yeah. And I think too, along with that, if you could eat a little healthier, if you could work out a little more, there's something too that that increases your patience. I think a little bit, you become more patient, you're more focused, like your senses are keener. You're just able to sort of consume the challenge and go okay i can process this you know what i mean well and eating healthy foods in general do certain things for your body yeah you know what i mean yeah so i i do i 
I know the, I know this comes off as very judgmental, but it's just the one. And I'm sure a lot of those people that you're talking about, they do other things in life that we need to be doing. They're probably doing a much better job, you know, of, of certain things. But when it comes to health and fitness and stuff, with I, I've always said, people are like, well, time is the most precious commodity. And I'm like, yes, time is. But the only thing that really guarantees you time are two things. Number one is luck, right? That you don't get hit by the bus today. Right. The other thing is health. Health gives you always gives you more time. It, you know, it's usually why we die. It's either like tragedy or health. You know, so if you get lucky and you avoid the tragedy, well, if you have good health, then you'll keep living. You know what I mean? Right. So I just, but I, I also understand what's like, I'm stressed out and people find comfort in, you know, a bag of Cheetos, comfort ice foods, cream, yeah. bourbon. You know what I mean? I get it. I totally get it. It's just that you got to figure out a way to jump out of that because you've got like this huge responsibility that, that you didn't sign up for. I understand it. But nonetheless, it was kind of the challenge was was bestowed upon you. I mean, you got it. But you're right. I, it, that special needs community. I shouldn't say that. Our special needs community. Yeah, we don't know uh, everyone else. We just know what we see. Yeah. It, so it's not we're not making it up. But overall, yes, you see like people and I just go my gosh, this person is carrying themselves. It looks low to me. Like they're carrying themselves low. They don't look good. They don't look happy. Well, like, you I, know what? You, like that, I wonder if everything's okay. And then I think to myself, well, I understand though because I feel low sometimes. Some, day, some days you just have a day. Like he's having a great day today. Like I, he's just- He had an amazing day yesterday. I, mean, I don't it's know like, what's going on, but we're I'm on happy a roll. about it. We're on a roll, right? Yes. But for some reason, I'm still stressed out about a bunch of different things that have to do with him. I just, I wake up and I'm like, oh, what's going on? What's he thinking? Where is he? Is he happy? Is he healthy? Is somebody messing with him at school? Is he being made fun? You know what I mean? We're always worried about something. But when you said- they look low. They're carrying themselves like that. When I actually think about it, they actually get out of their car with their head down. Yeah. And they're just like kind of moving along to go with their kids. Probably like what's going to happen next. And some of them have more than one special needs kid. And I feel awful for those people. I really do. But I will say that, I mean, it is a lot like figuring out all the therapies and how your kid's going to act the rest of the day. It's frustrating. But if you can give yourself 20 minutes a day, even if it's just going on a beach walk, or I, I was just going to ask you. All right, so what? What you know? What, just from one special needs mom to another, what would you say? You know, like today is Sunday, so tomorrow Monday is a great day to get up and just start something new. Like, what would you say to do? Like, like to build some confidence, to get yourself in shape, to get your, just feeling good about who you are, so then you can do good in the, your responsibilities and your challenges. Like, I like the beach walk. Well, I I do think that. If you're working out, you just overall feel better. Your clothes are going to fit better and everything. So it's just that gives you confidence that you need. It makes you happier. Nobody that's overweight feels happy about being overweight, in my opinion. You know, in my opinion. I think you're right. So, I, I so mean, get I, I, on the floor and do girl push-ups. Yeah. I can do boy push-ups. I just do a lot of push-ups, so I just do girl ones, okay? Do push-ups and sit-ups. I cannot believe the Bucks game starts in 12 minutes, and I'm sitting here right now. Do uh, push-ups and sit-ups. And there is a girl on YouTube that I do like that you could do um, like low impact workouts or high intensity. Her name's Heather Robertson. And when I wasn't doing Zeus, I was doing that before. So they can probably do that at home with no weights. I think too, I was I'm trying to think things that we did when we were like, okay, hey, we got to get real serious about our health because we need to be on earth, right? Yeah. One of the things you can do, like if you drink coffee and you have cream, man, get the cream out of your coffee. You That's like one of the first things I did after Cal was born. I did black coffee. Do you know how many calories that saves you a week? A lot. Oh, my God. 
You know, the low carb thing is always great. Like they have low carb chips now. They have, I mean, I mean, I just, I've, I've just replaced all that crap with vegetables. Um, and you know, we don't do keto, but I do low carb. There's low carb bread. There's low carb chips, quest chips, protein chips. Yeah. But like if you just find a few little things to cut, you'd be shocked at how much better you'll feel. Like just if you want to throw the whole weight thing aside and your clothes and how you look, fine. But just having less like sugar going through your system, you know, carbs, like simple carbs, they're, right. they're the bad ones. Um, going through your system, you'd be shocked at how, how much just better, like more alive you'll feel. And then your sleep gets better and then that makes everything better. And then I think you look a little younger because that's what I said. Like I am starting to, I mean, I look at pictures from less than a year ago and go, wow, like this is, it's weighing on me. Not because it's more unfair. Stress. I'm not saying it's unfair or whatever. I'm just like, I have really noticed myself age in the last year in my face. I could really tell I just look a little tired and down maybe i don't know but it's just over a year and that's pretty quick you know when you think about it, it just boom i really noticed the difference but you know but then i thought to myself well i i, I try to drink a <clears throat> excuse me i drink a gallon of water a day um you know we we work out we we like we start our day off not every day but a lot of the days with a beach walk we'll we go down try and we'll, to, yes. yeah and we'll do a mile on the beach with a cup of coffee and it's great, like, you know, exercise aside, because that's really not that much exercise. But if you could work out with your spouse, that also helps. Like, maybe both people are overweight or a little down, and maybe you guys have to pump each other up. Yeah. Because we do. Date night, like, the, the art of date night has been lost in the special needs community. I just feel like parents sometimes go to, well, we this marriage now became a job. We're now counselors and therapists. So as far as us being like attracted to each other or having a real marriage or relationship, we have, we're trading that in and now we're becoming therapists. Well, that's crazy. You have to take time to yourself. I mean, you have to find somebody that you trust. And I'm very picky about who I pick to babysit my kids, but I always am able to find somebody. Somebody. You know, and I stick with that one person. And even if, I was even thinking about this, even if it's to the point where it's like, okay, I'm just so scared to leave my child with someone because of their special needs. Mm -hmm. All right. Have somebody come over, somebody you trust that you think could do a good job, a decent job. You don't even have to leave your house. Go in your backyard. Go, go in your, on your driveway. Go sit in your driveway or your garage with a, with a cooler of beer and you and your spouse have a couple of beers or a glass of wine or, or a shot of tequila coffee. or a decaf coffee, <laughs> like whatever it is, and just pretend that you're, you know what I mean? Like just say, hey, we've got two or three hours. Let's not even really try to talk about what we always talk about. Let's talk about something else. Talk about some massive goal you have or talk about something crazy or stupid or ridiculous or, you know what I mean? Right. Just like, just do something that you otherwise wouldn't do and try to do that like once a week. You'd be shocked to how happy you'll get. Just even if you're, even if you're only happy in that moment, it still makes a difference if you do it every week. Well, and I think we can keep going on and on. I mean, it's easy to lose yourself. So let's end it here because football is coming and we can talk about the rest of this stuff tomorrow. Marriage, goals, relationships, working on yourself. Because well, football's on. I mean, what's going on here? I, we're eight minutes away. <laughs> I've, I already feel like I've given up. And I'm, I'm you know, whatever. I just I just feel like I'm, I, I still have to get a workout in. So I'm going to miss the first quarter. Um. And so I'm unhappy. I'm unhappy about this right now. I didn't budget very well with my time today. Well, <laughs> I worked today. What a pity party I'm throwing myself. I usually I can't watch take one quarter. or two days off a week of working out. So I always get in at least five. But 
You're missing today, yeah. No, it's almost like a competition, and I think I'm going to go put my workout clothes on and do some burpees with you. No, because then you're going to have to take a shower. It's going to take you... Okay, fine. You talked me out of it. (laughs) Am I a good husband for doing that or a bad husband? Because I feel like you wanted me to talk you out of it. But then tomorrow she'll well, be like, no, tomorrow she'll anyway. be like, oh, well, I was going to work out. And then you opened your mouth and I didn't. And okay. I, I did work out five days this week. So five, I think five that's Five days good. is great. Yeah, I think it's good. I mean, good. it's not seven, but I mean, it's pretty good. No one's as good as you. No, it's not. <laughs> that's not true. I really, honestly, I just, I get anxiety if I, 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 it is more mental for me. I just, when I get it done, I feel good. I kind of tell myself the sweat that pours out of me is like the, str- the stuff that, I, that I've been worrying about, the stress. Um, you do feel better when you work you out. You do. And I really, honestly, I think I don't have a lot of, I don't know what my unconscious stress is. I feel like there's something there, but I don't know what it is because I do not have a stressful life. I no, don't. I have do nowhere have to be on kids. a daily basis. I can pretty much call it as I want. I mean, you know, we have the stuff with the kids at school and sports and stuff like that, but I don't, you know. Well, you do have school and you're working towards a goal. Yeah, well, that's true. But I see, I, I like, like I get up, like tomorrow I got to get up and I got to read this case. Um, this case for this law class and I mean I'm like excited about that like so I'm you know what I mean yeah like I'm I don't get up like the end of my career I got up and I worked for really the most horrible wretched man in America and I was so happy to get away from this clown really because he was just dumb and he was leading everybody to the edge of the cliff and convincing him that you know you didn't need a parachute just jump well he's negative well he's just a loser but I mean I I'm just I don't like, so I'm trying to figure out like what's stress, but it is, it all does go back to Cal, not him. It's just the, the situations around Like it. what's going to happen today? I know. No, and then you get stressed out because I get stressed out. I'm already waiting for something to happen. Yeah, but see why? See, now that gets me stressed out because uh, you're like, because I'm waiting for something bad to happen. Not something bad. It's just like, Oh, you're waiting a for something great to happen. I mean, you know, it's a lot of work. I mean, it's always a lot of work. I know. There, there is the. And fi- I love him to death. Okay, I do. There's it's the physical labor exhausting. of this, and then there's the emotional labor of this. You know, like the physical labor is, you know, changing diapers of of somebody who's almost five years old and doing food a certain way just for him to throw it on the floor because it wasn't done right and you have to do it again. Then there's the emotional labor of worrying about all that stuff happening over and over again. Well, I got home today, and and. All he wanted for breakfast is an Uncrustable. So I got home today. He wouldn't. He wouldn't eat lunch for you. Then I give him lunch. Uh, by the I, way, the high chair table uh, tray just went flying. Well, then I gave him lunch, and he didn't want it. Easy Mac, hummus, and pretzels, broccoli. He doesn't want it. You know what he wants? Non-stop, pizza. around the clock, pizza. is pizza. Yeah, we need a breakfast, pi- lunch, and dinner. I'm making a pizza for him every single day. No, I, I need a pizza. I, we I need have a pizza to have endorsement. pizza in the fridge at all times. We need a pizza endorsement. <laughs> let's do it when I, I think my last two years on the radio I was endorsed endorsing um, Oprah Winfrey has a pizza line I was gonna say that oh that's great yeah. or oh that's good I don't know mm, it says oh something in the oh yeah oh that's good oh that's great oh whatever but anyway it's pizza and it's pretty good and I was like mm, this is not this is not bad so it was good I, and now I'm like yo Oprah <laughs> remember your old dog <laughs> uh, I could use some pizza girl uh. hook it up no, I, I always have to have leftover pizza in the fridge because that's all he wants to eat. And by the way, I, I went way back on our Instagram mm-hmm. th- today, and that's how I was noticing the pictures of myself looking older and older. And there is a picture. He, he had to have just started eating. Like he looked that young. 
Yeah. What's in his mouth? Pizza. What's he holding? Pizza a crust. A huge piece of pizza. I'm like, it's in your DNA. You love pizza. Aww. So now his thing is pizza and French fries, and then he'll do Funyuns for breakfast. But what's strange is he also craves broccoli, blueberry, strawberry, hummus. Cucumbers. Cucumbers. So... Again, it's so everywhere. He, yeah, he eats healthy things too, but he for his meals he wants pizza. Yeah, and sometimes for breakfast it's pizza. Yeah, and this is all of a sudden, but he asked for it and I give it to him. And now though he's asking for help because he knows it gets our attention. Help me, help me! And I said, "What, Cal? What do you want help with?" And he goes, "Pizza!" And I'm like, "Oh, see, this is now this is like the new thing. It's like, wait a minute, just because you want pizza, that doesn't mean you need help. It's no. different. The help you're thing hungry is- for pizza." But you you don't need help, right? It's it's kind of like help me, right? Can you imagine going into a bar and being like, "Help me, help me!" And someone's like, "What's wrong? What's wrong?" It's like, "Get me a beer." <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's how crazy it oh is. Oh my gosh! All right. Well, we said we do a ten minute podcast, and like usual, we're at thirty minutes. So. Oh, good. Well, it was good. Yeah, it, it is good. It was good. Um, the uh, I don't know why I keep giving out the social pages because I guess people just find it anyway. But um, it's on Facebook. Um, the Daily Autism. That's the name of the Facebook page, The Daily Autism. Oh, the oh, Daily Oh, no, Daily Autism. Yeah. The handle on Facebook is at The Daily Autism. It's so weird, the name of the page and the handle. And then Instagram, it's um, Daily Autism Podcast. Yes. Daily Autism Podcast. That's Instagram. All righty. All right, we're on to football. A quick workout. I'm going to do a quick chest workout and then football. And a couple of bush lights. Who's winning today? Uh, well, yesterday all the home teams lost. Both home teams lost yesterday. Oh wow! Is that right? Yeah, Tennessee lost and um, Green Bay lost. Couldn't believe it. So I am going to say that the Bucks will lose today against the Rams. Oh. And I also think maybe the Chiefs will get beat by the Bills. Wow. Yeah. I'm, I think I'm. I think this home team thing is. I'm going to stick with the home team losing. Alrighty. That's my prediction. And guess what? If I'm wrong, I really don't care because I'm not. You know, fans of either of these teams. I'm going to make it a great day. The kids are really excited about football. We're a football family. We are. And they just are so excited. They've been talking about this all day. So it's really cool. And then next week's championship game. So that'll be awesome as well. Well, and something our kids really love that I think I'll keep doing after football season, and I probably already do, and I don't even realize, is I always put a spread of food out. So I always have a big veggie tray, a dip or two, and then whatever food we're going to have the rest of the day. Yeah, it's uh, it's always kind of a football Sunday at our house. It's like a celebration yeah. every Sunday. Well, Melissa's a really good cook, like really good cook. And Thank so you. It, to the point where she honestly cooks too much food on Sunday. So there's so much food. Like If you try to get in our fridge on Monday, you open it and there's stuff falling out everywhere. It's like someone's in the fridge throwing Tupperware at you. Oh That's how gosh. fast it comes out. But you do these very creative, like you said, dips and dishes. And the kids now, they the problem is they expect it now. They truly expect they it. They expect it. And same it. thing on the weekends. At least one of the days I do a big breakfast. Yeah. The same day. Or the same way. You know, like big. They love it. Yeah. It's like um, almost like buffet style. Like you make all this stuff. And, and it's really cool. And the kids are lucky that, that you eat. You eat very healthy. And you cook very healthy. I just, this is going to be a memory they're going to have forever. Yes. You know? Yes. My mom always did big meals on the weekends. You know? Yeah. So it's, um, and so even like you said, when football's gone, we still kind of do that. But that's like a family thing where it's like everything, like the food hits the table or hits the counter at like noon, one o'clock. 
and the crock pots are fired up and there's, you know, all these trays and everything. And then it's just, that's it for the rest of the day. They just kind of come and go as they want it. Yeah. You know? Eat it. Eat it when you want it. Yeah. So yep. it's pretty cool. As long as there's some beer in the fridge, we're all happy around here. The yep. adults at least. I do always have a veggie tray though. Which is good. Because instead of grabbing chips, they grab vegetables and they, they, they'll grab veggies and dip. Which I do have one more thing to say, mm. just because I thought about it. Well, sorry, I already missed kickoff, so go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> like when we go to neighbors' houses and stuff or parties and stuff, I always typically bring a veggie tray, but that just made me think, and we can talk about this later. When I bring him, I usually have him in his wagon or something, cow, and I, I'm so occupied with him that I can't really talk to anyone else, and I always leave thinking, oh my God, I'm really not a rude person. I just have to focus on him, you know? I can't talk to anybody when I have him with me. You know what's weird? And and again, this is, I know we've said five times the podcast is over, but I don't need, like, do you even like think that I don't even listen or it just doesn't even hit me other people's BS? Oh like, no, I don't have time for it. I, I mean, it's just like, I got to tell you, if you see all these memes like on LinkedIn and stuff and it's like, you know. I'm a fierce this, I'm a master this, I'm a guru of this and that. And I'm like, oh, y'all can take all that stuff and totally shove it, right? <laughs> all of your motivational, just really, because I got to tell you, you get you get put into this circle. It's like, I mean, I see people, or I'll talk to people and like they're BSing me about this or that. And I'm just like, yeah, I just move on. I don't even, you know, I used to kind of be like, well, wait, you, you know, da, 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 da. And I'm just like, yeah, okay, I just, I'm not buying it. I just don't. It's like my body just says, ignore it, move on. Yeah, it like bounces off of you. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, well, yeah. we're trying to get through the day. Right. Every day. <laughs> yeah. Or it's like even when we go out and somebody like there'll be some drunk tourist at a, at one of the tiki bars or something, you know, and they're, yeah. they'll try, and we're just like, we've gotten up and just left before. We're just yeah. like, yeah, you know what, man? We don't, I mean, we don't say anything usually. It's just like, we'll go move or we'll just cash out. It's like- and we say the same thing. It's like, you, know, you have no idea what our, what our weeks are. Like, I'm not going to sit next to you. Like, you've been drinking eight hours in the sun. You're a drooling idiot. Ew. And I am not going to spend my time and money. Listening to your listening garbage. Listening to this crap. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, I got five kids. I could go home for all this. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, mean, I we, said it. Recently, we went somewhere, and I'm like, I don't want to listen to this guy scream. Like, yeah. we have, <laughs> our house is so loud. There was. There were some drunk guys, I'm so like, obnoxious, oh and we're like, we're out of here, man. I'm not, I'm just not doing, like, you really, your patience, it's not your patience, it's your tolerance. You're just like, I refuse to be a part of this right now. I'm out. Yeah. Like, I just, you know, I'm not donating my time at this place, which is supposed to be I don't know, relaxing, rejuvenating, hell, just fun, and listening to this crap. Yeah, you know, like I'm, you're just not pulling this crap over on me. Like you're not, you're not getting it on me. All right, we're out. Are we really out this time, <laughs> or is there one more thing? Well, I just wanted to say that we could talk about that stuff later, but we gotta go. All right, so now we are out.